and welcome to The Solve Network. My name is Shane Borza, and I'll be your host. Along with my co-founder, Benjamin Goss, we'd like to welcome you. Our mission is to provide solutions and create a network of experts for you to learn from. Now, this show is a little different than most podcasts, as it is actually a live call held twice a month. If you can, please join us on the first and third Thursday of each month so you can get your questions answered live and direct from the experts themselves. If you're an expert, please contact me at shaneborza.com so you can be a part of the network. And now, here's our show. Hi, I'm Shane Borza, a climber, creator, and coach. And I want you to build the skill of health and fitness. My new course is a priceless gift to you, and it's available exclusively on PonoQuest.com. That's P-O-N-O-Quest.com. Build the skill is a minimalistic, functional, real-world fitness program, which can help you to move better and get stronger faster. I can't wait for you to check it out. And when you do, please let me know how it helps you. That's build the skill at PonoQuest.com. So I know you mentioned at the beginning of the call that uh, you have some of your family here, but I'd like to open it up to anyone on the call if they have any questions about either anything Kelsey said in the presentation or about her or her practice. So feel free to unmute yourself and just jump right in. Hey, this is Ben. I wanted to ask a question about if you could talk a little bit more about, we were just talking about enjoying food. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about maybe the community or communal aspect of food and how it relates to that. Yeah, no, I, and this is, this is huge. It's actually, um, what my friend also works on food is, is culture. It, it absolutely is. And it brings us together, like thinking about like Thanksgiving or Christmas, or, um, if there's a birthday party, right. To have birthday cake or whatever it is, it, it is community. And I've traveled all over the world. And to, if you have these food rules, all of a sudden you miss out on those experiences. And like, if you have certain food rules, like I can't eat bread or I can't eat this. And then you go to Spain and you have someone make you a meal. And like, that's, that's really difficult. Now, obviously if there's allergies or whatever, but um, I, you're right. It's, it is an experience. It's, it brings us together. And I, I don't know about you guys, but um, it's been a, one of the positives of this whole Corona pandemic thing has been cooking more at home and making, having more family time and family meals and trying new recipes. And um, again, just making it an experience with whoever you're living with and whoever you, you have at the time. And, and I, I think it's, it's a really cool thing. I don't know if that answered your question. I'm sorry. I, I think that's a good good answer. That my follow up to that is, um, so how can you how do you frame frame the frame the experience so that it's enjoyable and it's not one that creates stress or shame? That's Are a you very good. Yeah, it, it is a lot of reframing. So I actually have so I have a whole system um, with my girls. So we're really focused not just on intuitive eating, but identity-based habits. So the idea that um, we're not just trying to, all the habits that we're trying to do are to become a healthier person, right? 
Um, and so we focus on recognizing what the issue is like maybe so one of my girls she is really stressed out about eating something quote-unquote bad and so like we recognize that and then we redesign our environment so we make sure when you're I think it's important to still have healthier options and to have an environment that um that that optimizes nourishing foods but you're right like so if I'm going to have an experience like she will plan it one food at a time so they'll make a list of their so-called forbidden foods or think about it there's a lot of foods that we have just food rules around right um that I can only have this much of this or I can never eat this or I have to stop eating at this time whatever um so we go through it one food at a time and we make it an experience. And for her, like I think of this last one, it was like a blueberry muffin. Like, and I, it, some of them can be strange, right? Like for me, it really, like learning to eat bananas again was a weird one. Um, but it was a blueberry muffin. And so we set up a time when she was conscious and we call in her power. So like when she's had her morning routine, she feels really good about herself. Like obviously don't go doing these, you know, going and making peace with food if you're drunk or something, because you're not in your power, you're not in your right mind. So it was a morning experience. She laid out her coffee and she had her journal with her and she wrote out how she was feeling before she ate. Like, was there anticipation? Was there feeling of guilt? Um, how she felt during the experience? How did it actually taste? How did it smell? What was the texture? Was it as satisfying as she thought it would be? And then writing out how she felt after the experience. Did she feel guilty? Did she feel shame? Did she want to keep eating? Was she feeling out of control? And we do that one by one until all of a sudden it just doesn't have that control over you anymore. Um, that you know that you, you know that you can stop eating that food if you want it, or you can have it at any time if you do really want it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. One, one more question. Yes. I'm asking a lot of questions. No, I love it. So, Seriously. So I, um, my wife and I have six children and sometimes maintaining diet is can be a little challenging because you know they want to eat things that maybe we don't necessarily want them to eat mm -hmm. um and you know we've gone through a few seasons where we've like tried to purge different things out of the pantry or whatever and we'll like okay we're gonna eat all this stuff and like get rid of it because we don't want to waste the money or or we'll just throw it out or donate it to a food bank or whatever is there and you made a comment in your presentation about how some food is not food yeah so my question to you, is there like a top three or a top five or are there things that you've researched that are like things to avoid? And like, are there things that as parents, we could like in a simple way, pass on some healthy habits regarding like, I don't know if that's like an ingredient selection or I don't mm -hmm. know that that might be too broad of a question, but yeah, I don't know if you understand what I'm getting at. I do. I mean, and don't get me wrong, like kids would be really obviously I'm not a parent. That is a whole other thing. I will say that there is a chapter in intuitive eating, um, talking about children and raising intuitive eaters so that they're not having, um, a relationship with food where they feel like, cause a lot of times I mean, it's, it's a struggle, right? A lot of times we tell them like, you can't have dessert unless you eat your vegetables. But then it almost that kind of perspective, all of a sudden you're just like, Oh, vegetables are a pain in the butt. And like, 
I, it, it makes you want the dessert more. It's kind of a strange thing. But honestly, I think that the biggest thing that you can do for kids is to be a role model. And like I said, we, we don't usually, you know, we don't usually rise to the level of our goals. More often than not, we fall to the level of our systems and to our environment. Like we are products of our environment, which is why we surround ourselves with people that we want to be like. Um, so if you're surrounded around like friends, there actually is, there was a study done. Um, I think it, they found it was a 32 year study and they found that if someone was friends with someone who was obese, they were like 72% more likely to also be obese. Like, and it's because we want to feel a sense of belonging. And so we tend to be like the people we are around. And as parents, you have this ability to cultivate an environment for your children that is optimal. And so I would continue to say, trying to purge certain foods out of the house, just so it's not even, it's not even a question or necessary. It's not that they can't have it, but you're unlikely to like, for me, I always said like, I can have ice cream whenever I want. Um, but I'm not going to usually leave it in the house just because then if I really want it, I'll get in my car and I'll go get it. Um, for, for as far as food that I would, I, rather than not recommend, I would just recommend whole foods as much as possible. So some of my staples are like eggs, rolled oats, um, like any sort of vegetables, apples, any sort of fruit, like something that's an actual food is what I recommend most. Like the, the closer you can get to one ingredient, the better. Is that helpful at all? Is there, it, yeah, that's helpful. Hopeful, whole, whole food. <laughs> so I guess the um, what you're saying to avoid is processed food that has yes. multiple ingredients and eight things on the side of the box. Is that what I'm hearing? It's not so yeah. much about like avoiding. It's it, not so much about trying to avoid HFCS or something or right, right. No, and I mean like that. I'll be like. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's probably like even beyond my scope, like I'm not an actual like certified nutritionist or dietitian, but, um, as far as like, I know that the closer I can get to a real food, the better. And a lot of times I will look at the, you know, at the back. And if I don't know what something is, if, if I don't know what an ingredient is for the most part, I don't want to consume it, nor would I like, um, as, as much as possible. Um, and so, yeah, it, I mean, granted, there's, there may be more ingredients. I try, like, again, if I'm going to do bread, I try and do more sourdough bread or whole wheat or whole grain. Um, but, yeah, I try and stay away from the packaged stuff. Again, it's a different mindset, though, right? Like, I stay away from it because I want to feel my best, and that's what gives my body sustainable energy. It's not that I can't have those foods, it's just I choose not to have those foods, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's a good answer. Very helpful. Thank you. So, Kelsey, I wanted to go back to some of the things you listed at the beginning that you're certified in. Can you just talk a little bit about how perhaps you are able to kind of integrate those things together uh, and or maybe contrast, like, oh, I was this, and I, I thought 
a certain way. And then I got that and it made me think differently about diet or exercise or both. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a really good question. (laughs) Um, yeah. So for, I've been in the health and fitness industry for over 10 years and, um, I was a personal trainer and a group fitness instructor for years. Absolutely loved it. But I, I used to call myself hit girl. Like I was that person who believed that as long as I kept doing really intense cardio and as long as I kept working my body out as hard as I possibly could, I could eat whatever I wanted. (laughs) And then eventually you're just like, but eating whatever I want doesn't make me feel good. My digestion is out of whack. I'm not sleeping well. Like my stress is through the roof and I'm obsessed with food. Um, And then I re that's when I had a switch and it's not that I don't do high intensity. Um, I may do that once or twice a week, but I, have become such a firm believer in walking, such a firm believer in just general movement that intuitively feels good. Um, I love strength training. I love yoga. Um, And yoga is really part of that journey as far as, um, like I studied in India and it's so interesting because at the time it just felt like I just, it was so like weird against my Western like, but that's not helping me lose weight. You don't understand, you know? Um, but I, I realized there, that's where I learned to meditate and um, having that reconnection to mindfulness. And I think that that's the key more than anything, as opposed to dieting is just being more mindful of what you're eating, of what you're drinking, of how you're feeling. Like a lot, that's what I'll have my girls like ask themselves a lot is like, what do I need right now? A lot of times we're, you know, mindlessly going into the pantry or refrigerator and we're not actually hungry. We just are having an uncomfortable feeling and it's having that awareness to be mindful and be like, okay, this isn't actually what I need right now. This isn't actually going to make me feel better. What would, what would make me feel better? Um, and that's where I think that connection comes in and, and I'm really happy to have it. But also like being in the fitness industry, you're expected to look a certain way. There is, and, and I have felt that my entire life, that kind of pressure. And, uh, I'm trying really hard to continue to spread the message of that you can be healthy. Like you don't know the whole story. Someone can be overweight. You don't know how much weight they've lost. You don't know how many classes they go to. You don't know what their diet looks like. You don't know. And same thing for me. I can look really healthy, but you don't know what's going on here. So I'm going to do what Ben did and tag on a follow-up question. So uh, the other thing that you mentioned is you're the founder of Rediscover You. So can you talk uh, about what that is and how you came to creating it? Oh, it's been a journey. I love that I have like my whole like family and I'm like, everyone who's on here is just my huge, my biggest fans and my support system. I love you all so much. You have no idea. Um, This has been a journey. It's, it actually started Rediscover You. Um, I started it almost two years ago now, or like, no, it was a, it was a year ago um, when I decided on that name. And it was because, um, I was originally trying to work with people who were coming out of a divorce. And it's because I had this story in my head that no one would take me seriously because I didn't have a weight loss story. Uh, I was like, I don't have a weight loss story. No one's going to want to work with me, but I've got a divorce story. Um, (laughs) And so, um, 
and it's it's kind of shifted and molded and and then I realized that through that whole process of becoming an entrepreneur and anyone who's ever done it it's exhausting it's it's a thing and you learn a lot about yourself and I was I was lucky enough to in the process of of getting this business up and going to find recovery for myself and obviously there's this thing like you can't really talk about your wounds but you can talk about your scars and uh now that part of my life that 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 eating disorder for the first time in my life it's far enough away that it's a scar that now I want desperately to help other people whereas before it was still something I was it was still so painful it was still so real and something that I was dealing with and so um I couldn't help anyone um at that time yeah so then it switched so now it's now it's all focused on making peace with your body making peace with food and it just so happens that I still really love the name of rediscover you and uh we focus like I said on on habits so recognize what you want to change redesign your environment so it's optimal so that you can really um we have those habits thrive and then refining. So refining and just getting better and improving each and every day. So you and I have connected recently in a number of like the socials, but if people wanted to find out more about you or the redefining you program, how would they do that? And where um, so yeah, and I'm working eventually I should get a, a website and everything up, but right now um, I think the biggest platform that I'm on, I'm uh, Instagram at Kelsey Weeby PT uh, and uh, on Facebook, Kelsey Weeby Rediscover You. And uh, I have a YouTube, my name, Kelsey Weeby. So that's kind of, I'm, I'm excited about that. That's been something I've been uh, growing and, and working on. And uh, if you are interested, even though I, I love all of you, but if anyone is interested in learning more with working with me and I've got a whole online course and um, a group of Weeby Warriors that you can join and be a part of, and that is at www.workwithkelsey.com. So yeah, by the way, I'm only working with ladies, sorry. <laughs> I was going to double check that. Yeah, sorry. That's a good point. Yeah, at the moment, uh, my warriors were, were ladies only. <laughs> so I have a couple other questions because I, I have a uh, strong first background. I come out of kettlebell and bodyweight stuff. So I'm yeah. sure you and I could geek out on all of that. But uh, I want to make sure that if anyone else has anything else that they want to ask you or discuss with you, that give them an opportunity and we do have uh plenty of time left on the call but we don't need to keep all that time so if uh people want to jump in please do <laughs> all right well i'm going to ask another question then. Okay. and then if anyone else comes back in great so yeah you mentioned that you've been in the kind of fitness industry for a long time. You know, you have your, your bachelor's in biomedical science and chemistry, which sounds amazing. Uh, I'm curious, where do you want to go? Are you interested in pursuing, because you, you mentioned you're, you're not a dietitian. Do you, do you have some kind of program that you would like to work towards creating? Do you have some kind of future courses that you want to take? Or, you know, you mentioned going to India and studying yoga. Like, um, 
what is interesting to you? What do you want to pursue? What, what's in the future? Ooh. Um, so for me, uh, I do. I, I've got this course that I'm in the midst of, of finishing building, and it's called Rediscover You or Rediscover Your Relationship with Food Academy. Um, and just really focusing again on those habits, how to create really good habits and how to, um, kind of get away from this obsession and feeling out of control with food and being obsessed with our weight, um, and learning to nourish and satisfy our bodies so that we can show up in the world as our best selves. So that, and then eventually I'd love to do a course, rediscover your fitness blueprint, which would go deep diving into teaching you how to create your own fitness programs, like doing that push, pull, lower, making sure you're doing unilateral work, making sure you're doing balance and you're hitting all planes of motion. And um, so that's something, but obviously like that's been the biggest issue is I have so many passions. I have so many things that I'm excited about. And it's just like, it's really difficult um, to market that. You know what I mean? So you need to, you need to really focus in on, on one particular pain point at a time. Um, but my dreams, my goals, I've got my vision board, um, is, is I really do. I, I would love to be an international health and wellness coach. I eventually would like to get my, um, nutrition certification through precision nutrition and then possibly an intuitive eating counselor. Um, just so I have a little bit more um, credibility in that area. But I do still think that with my experience that I can absolutely help people regardless of that. And uh, I do, I, I want to be a speaker. I would love to travel around the world speaking and coaching and um, helping people and, and having live group events all around the world. Um, and I'm, yeah, I don't know where it's going to go, but uh, I got big dreams. So we'll see you each take each day at a time. <laughs> You started your presentation talking about the Biggest Loser show. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious if you have any recommendations of like positive things in the media, whether they're documentaries or TV shows mm -hmm. or something like that, that you think represents more of a positive approach to diet and exercise that you might want people to look at or, or seek out or, or books. Uh, I, right. I've got the intuitive eating book. but um, Yeah, intuitive yeah. eating. I'm huge, like just in general, just for life. I'm like his biggest fan. Uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear. That's not exactly like just for health and fitness, but um, and then I always recommend if anyone struggles with binge eating to um, I with Brain Over Binge by Katherine Hansen. Um, I know there's also Anti Diet and um, oof. That's a really good question. I, I know a lot of Instagram people, um, like uh, the uh, Food Freedom Forever. Um, they've got um, a whole group. It's, it's this kind of underground world that's coming out of anti-diet culture, of intuitive eaters, of food freedom. Um, and you're right. I, sh I, I should actually learn a little bit more of those like exact programs, like as far as mainstream. And that's the hard part is like, I don't think it, it's, it's still not mainstream culture to talk about this, to talk about making peace with food and about making peace with yourself and that you don't need to be shrinking 
yourself down in order to have worth. Um, there, there's like the Haas movement, but that's kind of something different. Um, but yeah, that's a good question. I'm, I'm going to do some research on that. So another question as far as who you're working with and how is, um, you know, do you work with people only in person or do you do things remotely like online? Do you do both? Is it one-on-one? Is it group classes? And also, uh, where are you so that if people are local or, or not, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll know how to kind yeah. of, uh, arrange around, you know, time changes and things like that. Yeah, no. So I'm currently in Phoenix, Arizona, and everything is online, um, which is kind of good given current circumstances. Um, So it's um, so right now how it's working is I'm still kind of working one on one with clients, but we do have a Facebook group that we have a community Um, and then I actually do here lately. I do three live classes a week. Um, via Zoom. So we have, um, and those classes are actually fitness classes. So they're strength training and body weight training. Um, and then um, along with that, when, if you're a coaching client with mine, of mine, we have one-on-ones every other week, but then um, I have an app where we're recording your food. And I actually, we get to talk about your food every single day. And it's just kind of gaining that awareness of uh, how you feel about your food, how often you're eating, what you're eating, why you're eating. Um, and then I have that online course with, um, it's, it's right now it's six modules with about six lessons per module. They're video lessons with assignments and worksheets and, and journaling reflections that you can do. Perfect. So I'm going to ask one last time if anyone has any comments, questions, (laughs) feedback, recommendations that they'd like to throw in. And uh, and if not, then um, I'm going to do a wrap up and then uh, I'll I'll throw the ball to you for a minute so you can spotlight it. Cool. (laughs) Then were you going to jump in? Hey, I'll jump in. This is Jenna. Hi, Jenna. Hi, Kelsey. Um, I have been muted this whole time because I have my little one with me and she's pretty noisy. So you're all um, good. I, I just want to say I appreciate your presentation. I thought you did an excellent job. I, the, the content, I can't say that I've honestly really heard um, that perspective and that way of, you know, looking at things. So I'll definitely have to do some research and, and rethinking because that's Totally, you know, like you said, most of the stuff that's out there is all about restriction, things like that. So that's what I'm used to. And so this that whole concept of, you know, I guess listening to your body and your uh, your mind, your mindset about it is totally foreign to me. So, but it's very challenging. So I appreciate, you know, what you shared and um, you did a great job. Awesome. I really appreciate that feedback. That means a lot to me. Um, and yeah, if you ever, seriously, Jenna, if you ever want to talk about this afterwards, like I would love to just chat with you any way I can to help anything. And this is, this is my life's work. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. I will definitely reach out if I have some more questions. Awesome. Thank you so much. Sure. Can I say something? Yes. 
Uh, it's more like a question for the group. I hope everybody's following your YouTube channel because it's kind of awesome. Thank you, babe. <laughs> I've been watching your last videos and they're pretty awesome. So I think that in answer to what everybody was asking, that will provide some answers, you know, before they even connect with you. So mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's something to add. Thank you. If someone's going to hire you, why should they hire you or why do they hire you? Is there a top reason or top your closing pitch? My closing Hi. pitch here. This I, is. I didn't change anything in my settings. Is that any better? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Before. Why should someone work with me? Yes. So I would say there's there's the short version and then there's the slightly longer version. The short version I would call kind of like your elevator pitch. Like what's mm -hmm. what's the top reason or what's the thirty second? Somebody gets on an elevator with you and. The reason they should hire Kelsey is because pop, 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 right? And then the slightly longer version is, hey, I'm Kelsey. And the top three reasons why people choose me or what they tell me is the why they work with me is dot, dot, dot. Gotcha. Um, I think the biggest reason to work with me is I've been there. I'm not just like, I'm not just someone who's read this in a book. I'm not just someone who has, uh, you know, this is what they told us to do. This is what you should do if you have XYZ binge eating disorder. No, I've, I've been there. I've lived this eating disorder for 18 years and I can absolutely understand where you are right now and I can talk you through it and I can give you the tools and the strategies you need to no longer feel obsessed with food, to no longer feel like you don't have control, to no longer feel like you're always starting over and get back, getting back on track, that food can actually just be secondary, that you can actually just eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full. Um, and you, like Michelle's on here, she's, she's like my OG, I love her. Um, so she's my a client that's been with me the longest. And I think one of her biggest success stories was her going on an anniversary dinner to the melting pot and her being able to go to dinner, eat the food that she wanted, have a glass of wine, have a little dessert and leave the meal without feeling sick to her stomach, without feeling guilty or ashamed, just literally eating the meal and being satisfied and enjoying the experience. And for certain people like that may just seem silly, like duh, just eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full. If you've got a binge eating disorder, if you've got struggles with food, you know what I'm talking about. You don't know how to stop and you feel, and it feels like autopilot. And I can walk you through that and help you build healthy, sustainable habits for the rest of your life. Well, in, in closing, I'd like to say that that's a very relatable story. I, I love that uh, that touch point that makes it very real. Hopefully you can hear me saying that. Um, um, and then the, the second, the, the challenge is that you want potentially a superpower you could uh, write about. Ooh, superpower? Sure, everybody has a superpower. What's their... What's the big thing that you do, right? So I would be interested in having you diasaging on the I've been there. I can help. Yeah. That's a, 
with all the people that are actually on this call right now, I'm almost like, what do you guys think my superpower is? Um, <laughs> I guess, uh, no, like I, I think for me, um, and I would say that I've gotten this from my dad. Um, I would say that my strongest thing is, uh, oh, Michelle says energizing. That's great. I was going to say empathy. Um, I think my dad is one of the most empathetic, beautiful souls that I know. And um, I would like to say that I've been able to adopt that, that I know how to put myself in your shoes and, and walk the journey with you without judgment, but from a place of, of love and caring and um, that we're, we're in this together. Um, Oh, I love you guys. <laughs> so, um, so yes, but my, my, my favorite client in all the world says energizing. So I'll take that as well. I would love to, to think that I help bring energy to the world or to the room. Well, thanks everyone for your attention and the great questions. You, uh, I just want to make sure that you have a chance to direct people to where you'd like them to either contact you or uh, kind of find you. I know you mentioned you have a Facebook group and you got a nice shout out to your YouTube channel. So if, if you, <laughs> if you have anything that's coming up or you have anything that you specifically want people to go to either on the call or people mm -hmm. who are listening later, what would you, what would you say you'd want them to go do? I think the biggest thing, honestly, like if you, if you, this is something you struggle with, like if you are that person who is struggling with feeling out of control with food, if you are obsessing about every little macro or every calorie, or you can't eat a certain food without, without feeling like you're a bad person or having anyway, if, if any of that message resonates with you and for some reason you were, you thought you were broken or there was something wrong with you, you're not, you're not alone. And I want to help give you any strategies or any guidance that I can. And so I offer free coaching calls at www.workwithkelsey.com. So that is the biggest website that I have at the moment. Um, besides Instagram, Kelsey Weeby PT. Um, and again, this is making me realize I need to get my website up and going. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you so much for that. But workwithkelsey.com. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Kelsey, for being here. Great presentation. Scene one, Apple, take one. Hi, I'm Shane Borza, your content creator coach. I have two books on filmmaking, Film Notes, where you learn to write, direct, and produce and the Film Notes Workbook, where you can learn checklists and paperwork to streamline creating your content. Available at shaneborza.com. I also have filmmaker resources like the Paperwork Bundle with over 300 documents, the Sound Effects Bundle with almost 3,000 files, and the Music Bundle featuring 900 tracks of all genres. Want to build your professional credits? Become an associate producer and get listed on IMDb. Let me help you get your art out into the world. Scene one, Apple, take one. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Solve Network. As a reminder, these calls are held live on the first and third Thursday of each month. If you'd like to join us as either a listener or guest expert, please contact me at shaneborza.com. On behalf of my co-founder, Benjamin Goss, we're glad you are a part of the network and hope you are finding solutions. If you need solutions, please reach out.